Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Just commenting on how uh, there, there, there's no there's no reason for because we have televisions on in here. There's no reason for a lot of morning television news to exist. The weather and traffic, particularly weather, especially. God dang it. You're out of touch with the modern world if you're getting your weather from the radio or TV anymore. But I mean, even my parents, my dad is 80. They don't get their weather from waiting around through the commercial break for the TV to tell them what the weather is going to be. But. The traffic also you can get off your phone. So what do they do? They hire hotter and hotter people to bring you the weather and the traffic on morning TV news so that you watch, I guess. Yeah, which is not a bad plan. I remember the first time I was ever in Los Angeles. I was sitting in a hotel room flipping uh, channels. It was, you know, morning TV time, morning news time. And the uh, it was astounding to a, an unassuming Midwestern boy like me. The, like, hot porn star uh, arms race. I guess it'd be more like a boobs race to have the hottest weather gal in the morning. 
Just spectacular. Well, and that's back when, you know, you actually needed to wait around to get the weather, because where else were you going to get it? There was usually a phone number you could call to get the weather back in the day. But um, now, nobody's getting their weather from there. Also, right. I've got more coming up on that Washington Post article, a little deeper dive in the whole um, Trump is a subject, not a target thing. There's some interesting stuff in there we could discuss in a little bit. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. I, the, well, okay, yeah, because there's more to talk about on that, too. I like the fact that he's going to put out a series of reports. Yeah. You know, bringing it back to the fact that, look, it's about the Russians mostly. And one of the side topics is Trump and the rest of it. That's not the topic, America. Keep your eye on the Russian bear. Anyway, a couple of quick things for you here. Uh, correspondence from uh, our more knowledgeable uh, listeners on a couple of topics. First of all, you remember we were talking about a uh, Kaiser Permanente nurse who was allegedly fired for a Facebook post about Stefan Clark, the uh, yeah she uh, shot in the second She more or less said he deserved to be shot, and she ended up getting fired. That was the story anyway. For being stupid, yeah. Um, she, she said he deserved it because he was stupid and shouldn't have done what he did. Well, I have inside information. She was not fired. She was placed on administrative leave for a day. So they called it fired to get the heat off. I don't know. I don't know. But um, there was one. If you had a good employee, you'd hate to fire him over that. Yeah. Well, like I said, she needs to call a lawyer immediately because what she said was was completely defensible. Um, And she did not uh, say, I, as a representative of blah, 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 hereby state for the right. No, she just, you know, said, you know, what he did was stupid and it's a good way to get shot. But one activist Uh, leader said, here's a woman who works in the, the, you know, the handling babies department of the hospital. How can we trust her with brown and black babies after saying something like that? Which is a hell of a thing to say. So there are attorneys uh, being hired. Perhaps uh, somebody will be sued. I don't know. Um, but I do have it on pretty good authority that uh, the gal in question is getting death threats and oh, wow. has now got bodyguards and the rest of it. Of course, everybody gets death threats these days. Oof. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But anyway, so we were talking about uh, education funding yesterday, and we got a couple of uh, points made via the email, and our, our email address is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com if you want to weigh in on an issue. Or if you see something we ought to be talking about, send it along, because, man, these days it's impo- impossible to see everything. But A number of uh, states across this nation, teachers are striking for a variety of reasons. Uh, usually included in that is more pay. Right, Indeed. Um, and you especially were posing the question yesterday, what's changed? Yeah. Um, why, why did they have enough uh, supplies and, uh, and money for team uniforms and crayons and all that sort of stuff back in the day when all the studies I've read were pumping more money into the system now than we were before? So what changed? Right, indeed. And, and like many things, it's not one thing, but we got this note from, let's see, can I, yeah, Lacey who says, the change is the tremendous cost of special ed services, and uh, there are various... Hello, I'm getting an echo all of a sudden. We don't hear what it. Is, I don't hear it anyway. I never know what people are actually hearing over the air. Something uh, interesting or funny, I hope. Well, good, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, for a second I sounded like I was singing the national anthem at a ballpark when I mean, it was coming back at me. Anyway, um, 
the changes, the tremendous cost of special ed services and ELD, which I think is English learner development something, but English is a second language people. Now, I know that's that's 100% true in various high immigration states. The schools now have, they've essentially had to, you know, uh, put 40% of their education budget, or, you know, that might be exaggerated, but a huge chunk of it into teaching kids enough English that they can then learn the rest of the stuff. So that's a huge cost. Also, there have been various court cases that if your kid has special ed needs of one sort or another, the local school has to take them and accommodate them and, and, and teach them, which was not necessarily true when we were kids. So that's really expensive. Those are two um, completely different things. I'd like to know how much of it is each of those, because the special ed thing, okay, right. that that's one discussion. Um, uh we we educate we, you know we educate our, our 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 population in this country. It's a good idea going way back to the founding to have decent citizens, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, do we educate people with special needs? Blah 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 blah. That discussion. The other sure. one, completely different discussion. Do we need to educate people who show up to school that don't speak English? Is that on the taxpayer and the rest of the class to uh, put up with that? That's a completely different discussion. Well, and what if they have no legal status and their parents snuck into the country? Uh, that is a, you know, some of you recoil at asking the question, well, I would suggest you have the intellect of a goldfish. It is a, a perfectly appropriate question and one that must be addressed. And, well, the and answer to that question is absolutely freaking not. You're not even a citizen and we're going to spend a dollar or waste any class time in trying to bring your kid up to speaking English? Absolutely not. It's still a discussion, even if you're here completely legally. I can't imagine well, I was... moving to Japan and putting my kids in school. They don't speak a lick of Japanese, and the class has got to slow way down for the one kid who doesn't speak Japanese. That would be insane. And essentially, you chest up to the uh, principal, and you say, you're going to educate him. You're going to educate him in English and bring him along in Japanese till he's ready to learn in Japanese. And I would expect, you hear me? I would expect the, the, president, the, the principal to say to me, you teach your kids Japanese, and when they, can, uh, when they can speak enough Japanese to come to school, have them come on in. And I assume he's speaking English in this scenario. Otherwise, uh, an say, I have no idea what you're talking we're about. We're just screaming at each other in languages, and neither one of us understand a word we're saying. Which, of course, is part of the problem of the not speaking the language of the the country you're in. And then listen to this, would ya? Uh, Let's see. Can I say who's... uh, Okay. Yeah. So this is... uh, You know, I'll leave names out of it. Uh, It is the pensions, guys. Just like every financial problem of the state, which, looking, is uh, the golden state of California... My stepmom is a retired associate superintendent of blankety-blank unified schools. A retired associate superintendent, okay? Not only is she receiving retirement pension of over $100,000 a year, the person before her is too, and the person after her is retired too and getting it. That was over 10 years ago. Therefore, the state is paying for four people to do one job, each one of them over $100,000 a year. We have to raise the retirement age. By the way, I am a state worker myself, writes this person. I know um, very well one particular person that uh, retired in their early 50s from a position in the school uh, um, lower management sort of situation and has been traveling the world her entire life uh, because uh, her pension allows that. Uh, is Is... 
you know, the whole teachers need to make more money thing. Okay, that's one argument. Well, your salary should be as a teacher. Do you get to live like you won the lottery for the rest of your life because you taught until you were 50? I don't think the answer to that question is yes. Or if you're a retired associate superintendent, for instance. Right. You know, and there's there's the firefighter and law enforcement thing where it's said that, listen, there's retirement at 50 because you burn out fast. Plus, you can't be chasing suspects over fences if you're 55 years old. I completely get that. But it's also inescapable. And I have a number of friends who are in this situation. I like them very much, and they're good people. They just signed the deal that was offered to them. But, you know, they retire at 50, and they are perfectly fit and perfectly competent, and they go off and do other jobs in the private sector while they're getting their pension. So obviously they're not so burned out and used up by their job that they, you know, lay around on their couch twitching. There's a gazillion people doing manual labor jobs. They can't do them past 50, and there's no uh, you retire with the pension for them. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, it's it's we've gone over this ground so many times. The unions in a lot of blue states are sitting on both sides of the bargaining table. And and they got a, a unbelievable. They got a, a leprechaun's pot of gold deal that's completely unsustainable. We and have when it crashes. It'll crash. We have gone over this uh, many times, and the answer to the whole thing is this: you pay the absolute minimum you have to pay to get the enough qualified people to fill the positions. Period. That's all you got to do. Anything you don't need to spend a dime more than that. Why would you, as a society, for any public well, job? Here come the angry emails. Let us explain. If you're talking about a position with incredible responsibility, uh, somebody who's allowed to carry a gun, et cetera, et cetera, well, you have minimum standards for that job. And then you pay them what it takes to get somebody of those standards. It's it's you know, and uh, and listen, if that turns out to be uh, thirty five grand a year, fine turns out to be 175 grand a year and we've all agreed on the standards and the budget that's fine too. Sure, you got to pay whatever you got to pay to get qualified people to fill the positions, but you shouldn't pay a dime more than that as a society. Right. Well, that's the way every other job in the world works. From, you know, major league shortstops to to school teachers to firefighters to the the the, the chatty guy who checks you out at the uh, checkout stand at the grocery store. But anyway, I'm just mad because I don't have a union rep sitting across uh, the bargaining table from me. But yeah, actually, I'm not mad at all. I'm you know, perfectly happy. you got to factor in some uh, some jealousy. I suppose that exists in there somewhere when sure. I meet somebody who's retired at 52 uh, and, and is living like they won the lottery um, on the taxpayer dime. It's uh, well, yeah. partly they pay into their retirement too. They do. It's a, it's a portion. It depends what gig you have: teacher, firefighter, state worker, whatever. It's not 100% taxpayer, but the fact that we have an unfunded pension liability bomb about to go kerblooey and absolutely obliterate the finances of uh, a handful of states in this union proves it's not quite uh, kosher. So uh, a couple of more notes on that Washington Post article that apparently the president is very happy about um, and how much trouble he is with Mueller. Muller's just trying to lure him in, I'm telling you. And we have a spider is eyeballing the fly. We have a little now on the timetable when we can possibly uh, start getting reports out of this investigation. June for one of the first reports, which would be very exciting. Man, that's going to be a big news day. Oh, and there's breaking news on the president's statement about us getting out of Syria. Oh, really? Just out of the White House. So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. 
decision to make. Um, I was just asked by executive producer Hanson about this, so I thought uh, Joe and I would discuss it on the air. Excellent. The woman that went into YouTube and shot some people yesterday. Um, do we know? Do we have any idea why she targeted the particular person she did, or did she just go in to kill a bunch of people, and that's luckily all she accomplished? That seems to be the case. That uh, that's the best that we know at this point. Because she was angry at YouTube. Correct. Yeah. Um. Thank God she was no better at it. Or you know, God dang it. R- right. And and it's right. and it's also weird. It's also weird that the discussion is different when somebody is unsuccessful than if they were successful because the intent was exactly the same. And and you yeah. know and and beyond the intent, she was in there with a gun. So yeah. Well, you know, she's she's caused devastating injuries to some people so it's certainly terrible but i know what you mean i haven't heard anything about what uh, what gun she had uh me neither it's uh, a handgun how much know that? how much did that play a role in the fact that we have you know one dead instead of 17 dead on what gun she had access to i don't know but when i've always been weirded out by this sort of thing terrorist attacks or whatever Somebody does uh, does does everything involved, but doesn't kill as many people for for whatever reason, um, and it gets you know much less discussion than if it's successful. And there's not really a good explanation for that. the The argument about gun control, security, everything should be the same, um, as if they had you know managed to kill more people. Anyway. Right. Yeah, we've talked about this before. The difference between attempted murder and murder is often luck and the skill of the trauma surgeon. How close the hospital was to the event. Right. Yeah, seriously. How traffic was. Yeah. Uh, you know, as the, the ambulance was trying to get you to the surger, surgeon. So, But anyway, yeah, go ahead. So there are a number of wacky videos of this, this murderous chick. And uh, we're wondering, do we post them? Do we play some of that? Because generally our, our feeling is, you know, don't don't advertise these people. We're creating more of this. We're making folk arrows out of them, etc. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because a woman or she's a woman or because she looks so freaking strange in this stuff. I can't imagine anybody seeing this and thinking I want to be like her. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm finding the videos sort of compelling from a mental illness standpoint. I don't know what. You know, yeah, I was trying to figure out why I'm not as bothered by running the audio that we did earlier than I would be, you know, for instance, if one of these angry young men shooters had uh, issued some sort of manifesto. And I think it partly is that that, uh, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of risk that crazed, hyper-thin, vegan YouTube weirdos are going to start coming out of the woodworks. That's, you know, in the parlance of today's youth, that's just not a thing. Um, on the other hand, I don't know, maybe it is, maybe this is just one more, my grievance is so serious, I get to hurt people. I am justified. In fact, having said that out loud now, I think that's clearly the case. She's Middle Eastern, and that hasn't, and, and, and it wouldn't seem should, that hasn't played a big role in the conversation. Um, I got to admit immediately when I saw her name, I thought, uh oh, is this a uh, is this a Muslim thing? But it, it doesn't appear it is. Oh, my God. No, it's a stupid, angry, coward thing. We've got a montage of some of her videos running. She has some wacky crap up there dancing around in a cow mask. Uh, she was a nut job. But was was her content I've danced around in my horse mask? Was she, was her content actually being filtered? Do we know that? Was YouTube uh, filtered? Uh, putting a restriction on some of her videos. Is that I'm trying to remember. I, I read something about it. I think some of the, the more horrifying animal abuse things. Yeah. And, and not only do they filter you, they can like demonetize you somehow. 
Yeah, she said that happened. And she had 5,000 followers on her site at one wow. time. Huh. So she had built a bit of a following. I don't know if that's enough to make you much money, but... Yeah, Sean, you said they were—they did have age restrictions on some of our animal stuff. Yeah, the, the ones that I saw f- the, uh, being reported were the animal cruelty videos had age restrictions placed on them, which just shortens the, I the appreciate pool of that. people yeah. that can watch it, which in quote-unquote makes you less money. Yeah, I don't want to click on, oh, here's a, a, a video for the kids about a lion, and it turns out it's you know a lion with its head cut off to make a point. Nice. I'd like to know that ahead of time, but man, her, her wacky aerobic stuff and everything just... I don't know. I don't know. So I, the question is, it remains. Do we want this uh, linked at our website or posted or anything? What's your vote on that? Oh, boy. It's another stupid, angry coward with a grievance. Um, she's so atypical, such a strange ranger in such a bunch of ways. I get I get why we're thinking maybe it's a, it's an exception, but I can't justify it. I don't know. I, uh, sometimes I miss things. What am I missing? Am I missing anything? I don't know. She was angry at a company and decided to shoot a bunch of innocent people dead. And uh, Would that be different than it's a fat 53-year-old white guy in Atlanta who was mad because, you know, blankety-blank? I don't know. I don't know. Because he's probably pretty strange, too. I would never go home and say, why you got to see this to my wife with the, the fat, angry guy. I showed some of these videos to my wife last night. Yeah, from just yeah. compelling content standpoint, it's different because it's well, weird. I'll just say I don't think we should, uh, but I won't say definitely no. I'll let you say yes, and then I will judge you harshly Fantastic. if that's okay. That, that's perfect. perfect. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the family of the YouTube shooter tried to warn police she might come and shoot up the company headquarters. We'll get into that in more minutes yeah. from now. Yeah, that's interesting. They they had an inkling apparently. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Look, I don't want to be a hypocrite. We've been we've been screaming and yelling at the media for glorifying these killers right. for years. Yet we like are compulsively going through this this the shooter's um video catalog because it's so weirdly compelling. Yeah. I haven't I haven't taken a look. If yeah, you started watching because we. nobody sent me a link. <laughs> if you started watching, you would not be able to stop. Yeah, I, I can believe stop, it. No problem. You can stop. No oh, problem. Yeah, yeah. You have I, no interest. I, 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 I actively don't want to see those things. I, I appreciate yeah. that. That has always been my view. So maybe I'm in a weird mood. Maybe I will yell at myself tomorrow because she's a she's in a she's attempting to murder as many people as possible. Right. And generally, I think I don't want to hear a word that, that person has to say about anything. So why am I watching this? Well, she's a particularly strange, strange ranger. She, she's she also a stupid, angry coward who thinks her particular gripes are important enough she gets to kill innocent people. So your vote, sh- your vote Sean, be do not absolutely no linking her yeah. yeah, videos yeah, if, and stuff I, like I, that. I would say no. Yeah. That's it, you know, that's always been our standard. Um Do you think there's some sort of Since cons- when does Sean have suffrage? <laughs> do you think there's some sort of catharsis? Sean universal suffrage. <laughs> you see how crazy she is. 
And that makes you feel better because most people aren't that crazy. That's part of it. That's part of the human need to say, okay, she's okay, obviously okay, this, crazy. I can identify crazy people. I can kind of justify this. She's kooky. She's out there. This is not the average person. This, is, you know, in some ways it makes it, it, maybe it helps make it seem that it's less likely to happen because this person is so far out there. Why did know. she have 5,000 people on her on her YouTube channel at one point? Was it all people who wanted to watch how crazy she was? It could very well be. Yeah, could yep. be. Well, and there are, you know, seven point whatever billion people on Earth. It's not that extraordinary that, you know, a a millionth of a percent (laughs) of them are interested in her over. Yeah, on the other hand, there's a gazillion YouTube channels. Why would you choose this one? There's something going on there. Um, anyway, let's get the news out, Marsha Phillips. Well, the relatives of the woman accused of shooting the three people at YouTube's Northern California headquarters say they warned police about her vendetta against the video streaming company. Investigators say she killed herself after shooting a man and two women on the YouTube campus yesterday. Now, during an interview with San Diego 10, her brother said his family started worrying about her over the weekend after she stopped answering her phone. So they reported her missing. Their concerns grew when police called them around 2 a.m. Tuesday saying they found her sleeping in her car in Mountain View. Their brother, telling San Diego 10, after that call, he Googled Mountain View and realized she was close to the YouTube headquarters. I googled the Mountain View. It was close to the uh, YouTube headquarters. So, and she had a problem with uh, YouTube. So we called that cop again and told him that she might, there's a reason she went all the way from San Diego to that. So she drove all the way to, from San Diego to near YouTube. Yeah. Even her own dad says, I think she might do something. So this wow. is, the, the, we should be having the regular conversations about this then. At at what point can you, uh, I don't know, t- they didn't search her car or anything when they found well, her what sleeping? What happened, although that, so they, they found her, her sleeping. Car. Yes. Uh, and it was hours later that the family, or, or shortly later, that the family called the cops. What happened next, do we know? Well, apparently, yes, they found her sleeping in her car in a parking lot a few hours before the shooting occurred. So it maybe it's just been a matter of they woke her up, your family's concerned, I'm all right, yeah. and, and she goes off. You know, and then the family called, and then the family called later. Yes. And, and I'm assuming she'd moved on by yes. then or something. Yes. I can't believe the cops would, you know, ignore that. But she was nutty enough that the parents, their first thought was she could do something. Right. Yes. So it's another one of those, at what point do you get to commit somebody in your family because you think they're a danger to society? We, I'm surprised we're... Guns have been the topic since the Parkland shooting. How come we're not hearing about the gun, where she got it, she the owner, she, you know, et cetera, et cetera? On one of the uh, police scanner calls, the one of the police reporting that the, her body was down, she was down, and they said she is, uh, she is the suspect in the shooting, and a handgun was found not far from her. So it was definitely a handgun. Don't have any more information than that, though. Hmm. All right, President Trump is saying the U.S. is not in a trade war with China. In a tweet this morning, Trump said that war was lost many years ago by foolish and incompetent people representing the U.S., He tweeted, now we've got a trade deficit of $500 billion a year with intellectual property theft of $300 billion. Trump adding, we cannot let this continue. And then in a follow-up tweet, when you're already down, when you're already $500 billion down, you can't lose, exclamation point. Which I don't, I, I don't know if that checks out. 
The Trump, mm. administ- Trump administration threatening to slap tariffs on over a thousand Chinese products worth about fifty billion dollars. Those proposed tariffs are meant to punish China for the theft of intellectual property, and China's firing back at the U.S. with threats of tariffs of its own. Joe, from you know, the Sean with this. Yeah, Sean, with his typical uh, Marxist uh, slacker view of things, uh, what Trump is trying to say in his inimitable style uh, is that for decades we said to various countries, well, we 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 do trade with them or we'd cut a deal with them. They'd say, "Listen, uh, can we have uh, you know a few cents around the edges? Because we're a poor developing economy. Uh, only about fifteen percent of our people can even read. Uh, we could use a break." And we said yes over and over and over again to get the trade going and flowing, and everybody profited like crazy for it. But there's a cumulative effect to all those deals and all those uh, unbalanced um, uh, relationships, which, again, were not stupid at the time, Mr. President. They were a really good idea at the time because they got us into markets and they fostered more trade. But, there again, there's a cumulative effect. And at this point now, to argue that China's a poor, pathetic country full of people squatting in huts eating three grains of rice a day, it's just not true anymore. So it's time to hit a bit of a reset. Now, whether he's going to do it well or not, whether it comes out well or not, I don't know. But I do see his point. Well, he needs to explain it more thoroughly in the tweet because the tweet yeah. makes it sound like I'm at the roulette wheel. I've just lost $500, so right. I can't go any further than that. I might as well keep playing. I'm due, baby. Spin that wheel. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of people who end up doing themselves in, usually in North Las Vegas in that situation. But, yeah, yeah, that is an odd thing to say. The Masters is cracking down on drunk people heckling at the golf contest. Dilly, dilly. Get in the hole! So they're alerting security to phrases that will immediately get people booted from the event, and one of them is the Bud Light Cat catchphrase, dilly dilly. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Fans who shot that or any other phrases will be removed immediately. So has that become a thing, people yelling dilly dilly? It's obnoxious. Well, not only dilly dilly, but Baba Booey getting a hole. The guy hits his tee shot. You know, he's 440 yards from the hole. Get the hole. They just want to hear their voice on the TV or their friends to hear their voice at home. And golf's a fairly quiet sport, right. you know, unless the crowd roars. Well, uh, and so obnoxious young men screaming after every shot has become a thing. I would like to see. That's right, Bill. I would like to see a, a, well, 100, 200, because Augusta National is a private golf course. I'd like to see a couple of hundred uh, undercover, uh, you know, golf marshals with tasers. Just wandering around and patrons clothing. Who aren't white? I know how it works. Somebody, somebody yells "dilly dilly." They're brought to their knees, twitching and drooling. So tased. I didn't, I didn't realize "dilly dilly" had taken off. Good on Bud Light for getting a catchphrase across America. Oh yeah, it is pretty funny. My son actually said "dilly dilly" the other day, and I thought, "Where did you hear that?" So it's a, it's a thing. All right, I get it. Dilly dilly. And not surprisingly, Bud Light seizing this opportunity for more free publicity. They're sending a thousand "dilly dilly" shirts to the Masters. Awesome. <laughs> Well played, oh purveyor of the nectar of the nitwits. Indeed. <laughs> there you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm I'm Marshall Phillips of the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of a nation. There you go. Of a nation. That that is so that's pretentious. It's so awful. I don't know to what extent the text line represents our audience, but the text line is overwhelmingly in favor of not having that woman's videos in any way associated with our website. Wow. Maybe the audience is the conscience of a nation. Deep. Deep, Joe. Mm. Very, very Mm. deep. Are you off to jury duty? I'm off to jury duty. There you go.
So I wish you well, and if, you know, court gets canceled again, I'll, I'll jump right back on the mic. Gotcha. Okay. So I, got, I had a lot of follow-up on the discussion about education and um, what people make and where's all the money going, that sort of thing. number of texts from people in the know that was pretty good. Excellent. More from that Washington Post article that says Trump is a subject, not a target of the investigation. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Perfect chance to check out your daughter's friends and you let her play you like a chump. This is going to come as a shock to people, but I actually trust my kids. Uh, Here's why you can't trust your kids. Because they're stupid. (laughs) Well, people parent differently than they did in your day. Turns out a lot of what you did did not work and some of it was against the law. From Roseanne last night, which I found quite entertaining and pretty funny. And uh, as Sean has been pointing out over and over, they hired a really strong a team of writers for that show which is probably why it is funny if good acting with good writing you're going to get a pretty decent show and last night's episode that i watched i didn't see last week which was pretty heavy-handed on the whole we're for trump america part uh but last night was about parenting and uh disrespectful kids and stuff like that which was just you know just what it is what it is uh, which was what Roseanne always was. I figured out the riddle to why this was in episode three. The The premiere, they ran two episodes back-to-back. It was episodes one and two okay. of last week. So. It'll be interesting to see what the ratings were last night. I'm thinking Curiosity bumps it up pretty good. Then we'll see where it settles. Um, uh, so, so, so text. Overwhelmingly, people on the text line, and we have to be careful, all of us in all of media, to recognize that people who tweet and text don't necessarily represent most people. There's a certain sort of person that tweets and texts newspapers, radio shows, TV shows. But overwhelmingly, people are against us having any videos of this wannabe mass murderer woman attached to our website. Uh, From the text line, dilly dilly. Okay, that's not helpful. Um... You're breaking your stupid, angry, coward rules. Maybe you should stop talking about watching your YouTube videos while you're on the air. There are loads of people who would love to have their videos shown after they killed a few people. Still seems very dangerous to me. Okay. Hard to argue with that. That's what we've always said, is giving these people any any air after they commit these crimes is just encouraging more of them. Right, because the, the worry isn't that it will embolden other vegan extremists to do things. The worry is that it will bold, embolden any extremist who wants their message out to, oh, this is the playbook. Yeah, certainly anybody who's crazy or borderline crazy. It wasn't an assault rifle, it's just a handgun, not enough to hype. That's why you're not hearing about the gun. Boy, to me, if I'm in the ban assault rifles crowd, this is an exa- yeah. This is something you should highlight. Absolutely. You should say, if she'd had an AR-15, we'd be talking about 20 dead people. She only had a handgun, so we're not talking about any dead people other than her. That's the argument I would be making. Um. Seems like a pretty strong one. Seems pretty decent. I, I can't believe we're not talking about where she got the gun. Did she have it legally? Was she was she was she ever um, in uh, mental health care at any point in her life? And she still was able to buy a gun. 
All those questions need to come out. Don't post the video links. This is how strange becomes normal. The topic is that she just tried to effing murder as many people as she could if she killed 30. Are we still talking about her quirky TV star videos? Very good point. Can't argue with you. I'm clearly wrong on this one. Uh, don't do it. Don't air her videos. It still glamorizes the shooter, even if she's a strange ranger. I don't want to know her name or watch her lunacy. Lots of texts among those lines. So, Sean, you're in uh, keeping with the the vast majority of the audience. The, the videos are weird, man. They are weird. What a, what a weirdo. Weird enough that you get to deny her having a gun? I don't know. I don't know enough about her history. Oh, we had a bunch of people who made this point. Uh, let me try to find that. Because she was big in the whole animal rights activist. Um, I'll paraphrase it then since I can't find it. She was uh, horrified by people using animals for meat, but okay with walking into a workplace and shooting people dead because they don't agree with her content. So, yeah, a bit of a uh, conundrum there. That's the paradox that first jumped out to me when I was kind of well, piecing the story together. She's a murderous, crazy per- person. Somebody said um, her being a white woman and found sleeping in her car in the parking lot, she didn't get her car searched in the way she would have, maybe if she's someone else. She was Persian, right? I don't think she was a white That's woman. That's true. She's not a white woman. Yeah. She's a, she's Middle Eastern. If she were a Middle Eastern man sleeping in her car near anything, does she get her car searched? I don't know. I sleep, I've slept in my car many times in my life. I don't think if the police find me sleeping in my car, they, they should get to search my car or run my uh, name or anything like that. But uh, clearly in this case, they would almost, she had to have the gun in her car. I haven't heard that yet, but she almost certainly had to. The cops stumbling upon somebody sleeping in their car is different from getting a tip from concerned family members detailing, hey, she drove all the way up there, and I, I don't know the exact exchange on the phone call, but it seems a little bit different than just kind of the, the beat cops saying, oh, there's somebody sleeping in their car. You know, one other reason this is not quite getting the amount of attention, well, there's, there's, there's a couple of main reasons. One, she intended to kill a bunch of people, but she didn't. So when anybody fails at a plan, for some reason, we it gets way less attention than if they're they're successful, even though everything leading up to the moment of the shooting is exactly the same. Well, the mental health issues, all the gun access issues, all that stuff, all the policing issues, was she on anybody's radar? All the same. The other reason that it's not getting near as much attention is it happened on the West Coast, and it didn't happen somewhere within the whole New York, Washington, D.C. corridor. Same story, East Coast, way bigger attention, just the way the world works. It possibly knew because it happened, what, like around one or two in the afternoon, which is, you know, evening time-ish in the East Coast. Yeah, I, I'm, that's interesting. Among things we have coming up, Shepard Smith really did some fact-checking on Trump yesterday uh, on some of Trump's claims about Amazon and their use of the post office. Shepard Smith saying, uh, let's check into some of the stuff the president just said. By the way, I don't remember seeing anybody on MSNBC ever break from their all-day lineup of uh, of bolstering Obama and attacking Trump like Shepard Smith does on Fox. And they keep him around. They haven't fired him for that, which I'm all for. Um, We are going to talk to Philip Wegman of the Washington Examiner a little bit about the Trump-Muller investigation thing. We know some more about the timeline because of a Washington Post story. That says that perhaps in June we're going to get the first report maybe on the obstruction of justice stuff. Man, that would be exciting. So we got more on that coming up. Three months. Yeah, it's a long time. (laughs) That is a long time. According to some of the insiders, he wants to get it out before the midterm elections so that it, I guess it depends on the results. So either you will uh, have the information that, yes, we're dealing with a president that obstructed as you go to vote, or no, we're not dealing with a president who obstructed as you go to vote. 
or no, does he get impeached, does not hinge on this election. Maybe that's the point. Anyway, we'll talk with Philip Wegman of the Washington Examiner. The question for a lot of legal experts is, should Trump sit down with Mueller and answer questions? A lot of legal experts say, hell yeah. A lot of them say, hell no, that'd be the biggest mistake he could make. So that and other stuff coming up. And uh, my angry kid singing. I wanted to play that at some point, too. My angry kid singing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.